Now, it's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath Peter Mullen. And he is also back, might I say, from holidays, our naturopath, Peter Mullen. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, Mark. How was the holiday? It was fantastic. Yeah, revitalised? Absolutely. Ready to go? Lots of um, swimming and healthy food and... The odd cocktail or two, I must confess. Oh, part of that you didn't actually tell me before. You just said you were, as far as your holidays were, it was do as I say, not as I do. You were <laughs> lounging around. No, we had a great time. It was a great break, but I'm happy to be back and back in the swing of things. And on to the big show today. Peter, I'm looking through your notes for uh, this, this afternoon's session, My Day on a Plate. Are you, are you panning for sympathy? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just read what, what Peter's got here. As you can imagine, being a naturopath is a great job, but it can also be very busy and demanding. That's exactly right, Mark. Very busy and very demanding. Not unlike being a radio announcer. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all righty, let's get into it. A day on your, a day on the plate of Peter Mullins. So, what does a day look like for you? Well, I thought, um, I thought we'll start like um, generally, and mm. come. Obviously, I've just been on two weeks' holiday, so um, you know some of these things have been a little bit on the wayside. But my normal routine would be: I usually try and get up um, about six o'clock. Mm-hmm. in the morning um, and probably three times a week I try and swim and swimming for me is a good sport because it's good for all my joints um, I've always been a swimmer as a kid growing up we always went to swimming lessons so you know you get that muscle memory yeah we, for, we, any, we any good uh no 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 not good I, I always got to the next level with the school comps but that was about it that's about as far as you got did you do life-saving in, yeah in high school yeah, yeah. good stuff yeah I got my so, bronze star <laughs> Can't remember anything about it, but I did, did it. So swimming, I guess, is one of those good because it's not sort of putting any real pressure on your joints, isn't it? Is yeah, that why I'm, you're big on swimming? Yeah, and also, too, for me, it's a little bit of sun exposure mm. as well, like which I wouldn't get if I was out walking or, or jogging. Um, Except but on the top of your head. You would still get it there. <laughs> well, yes, and, and yeah. as, yes, exactly. Mm. Um now the other thing I'm thinking though, exercise wise, is I do need to pick my act up a bit and into like do a bit of either intermittent um, training when I'm swimming. So that's where you you know you sprint up and then you sort of cruise back. Um, but I, I thinking about it, I think I need to do a bit more cardio stuff. So that's my plan this year. So after swimming, normally I'd come home um, in time, have a shower, get ready, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And at the moment, I'm big on the whole. Um, you know, we talked about time-restricted eating. Yes. So at the moment, I'm trying to come home after I train. So I'm tr- swimming in the morning, coming home. I'm trying not to eat straight away. I might have a cup of um, green tea. Now, now, that's a bit tricky, isn't it? Because you've been out, you've had the exercise, and your body's saying, okay, feed me. Well, it's a little bit of a challenge, like, and it seems to be working okay for me so far. So the idea is that I try not to eat anything, and I'll take a like a shake, and I'll have that maybe at nine thirty or ten o'clock at work. Mm. The mornings I swim, like I do struggle a bit to get through to ten thirty, so I might have it at nine o'clock or even eight thirty, or have half and then have another half later. So you mentioned a cup of green tea. Does that sort of fill the void enough, or is that just get you over that little hump? Um, well, actually, what I'd have is I've had, I'd, I'd have my hot water and lemon juice when I first come in, and then I'd have a cup of green tea that I take in the car and finish it at work. Okay. So drink and drive first thing in the morning. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and uh, you've also got then talking about having those regular breaks too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... 
Okay, so you don't want to talk about having regular breaks. That's fine. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Peter? No, just not, just not that you you throw me out of sync. So with uh, and we talked a bit about this time restricted eating. Mm. So this is a <clears throat> you know for people particularly have, have gut issues or any inflammatory condition. So the idea is with this um, time restricted eating that you have your breakfast, your first meal of the day about 10.30 in the morning. So when you get up, you might have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee if you drink coffee, um, but you don't have anything to eat. And the idea is that at 10.30, you'd have like a shake. So in my shake, um, at the moment, I'm using um, some of the supplements that we have. One's a, a really good liver detoxifier and the other one's a good green powder that's good for kidneys. And I'll usually put that into some coconut water and I might add some LSA, linseed sunflower and almond meal into that. Um, I've been adding a bit of coconut oil into that as well. So it's a good way to increase your fat content. Um, and I'll often put in some frozen berries. If I'm being bad, if I'm not worrying about losing a little bit of weight, um, I might have half a banana in that as well. Wow, you're going all out this morning, <laughs> this afternoon. But um, I really love my shake. Like it's a real, it's a, and you, because you're putting your nuts and seeds, your good quality fats. Yeah, um, the frozen fruit or the half a banana gives it that little bit of sweetness, so it gives it a nice taste. So, um, yeah, so I really enjoy that start to the day. And for those who may have missed you, your talk on the the uh, sort of that eating period, you're talking about like eating within eight hours a day and having that what sixteen hours or so. We're not sixteen, eating. yeah, yeah. And the idea is, in studies that have been done, they're showing that eating in such a fashion. So, so you have your first meal at ten thirty or eleven. Um, lunch may be around one or one thirty. And I'll talk more about what I do for lunch. But the idea, the ideal way probably is for us to have our main meal then in the middle of the day. Doesn't always work when when we're at work, etc. And then um, afternoon maybe have a piece of fruit, and then dinner of a night time between six and seven. So the idea is that you don't eat then from seven o'clock till ten thirty the next morning. And the theory is it's it's based around this concept that. Um, our brain is very much governed or our circadian rhythm, our 24-hour um, pre-programmed function that the body does with its detox and repair is very much governed by the sun. So um, we wake up when the sun comes up and we ideally should go to bed probably when the sun settles. Um, but that our organs, they found in the last couple of years that our organs and even our cells have their own clock as well so and our organs are very much turned on when we eat so if we're if you're eating all the time it means that all your digestive organs your your stomach small intestinal tract um pancreas liver gallbladder all those digestive organs bowel are working all the time while you're eating so with this time restricted eating you're giving the body a longer time to rest repair recover and detox and as I was saying before, studies have shown that eating in this way um, has shown to be um, really beneficial for reducing inflammatory markers, blood sugar um, elevations, um, and you know generally a healthier immune system. So we're talking about some of the things that make their way onto the dinner plate and the lunch plate now of a naturopath. Uh, what does lunch look like at the office for you? Uh, well, it sort of changes over the over the year in the. Um, in winter, um, Dana will make up like we, she makes a really nice mung bean, mung bean dal. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had mung beans before? Yes. Yeah. So this recipe go. recipe we use is actually an Ayurvedic or an Indian um, medicine recipe, and it's just beautiful. It's got heaps of ginger, turmeric, 
Um, so it's really, and in Ayurvedic medicine, it's actually recommended, this meal is actually recommended as a bit of a detox. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. It's beautiful. So in winter, I'll often have that or I'll have soup. Um, but in summer coming up, um, I love to get back onto the salads. So one of the things that um, is really important if you're trying to eat healthy is to be organized for the week ahead. So Dana will often go to the farmer's markets on a Sunday morning and then when she comes home we'll cook up a couple of things or Dana will cook and I will do the dishes and do the clean-up. But we'll actually get a bit prepared and have stuff cooked ahead for the week so we might cook a chicken. Um, So generally lunches in summer I'd go more like a salad, you know, some protein and some salad, either chicken breast cooked from the night before that we'll have chopped up with a salad and, you know... If you can get, there's some great recipe books and recipes available. You can make some really nice salads. Like Dana will make up a rice salad that has all nuts and seeds in it or a, um, a broccoli salad. So you can make these up on the weekend and you can use them. We'll have them three or four days running. with. So it doesn't have to be just your traditional, you know, couple of lettuce leaves and a carrot stick. <laughs> You know, which yeah. is some people's uh, idea of a salad. I do like the idea. Like you're pretty much the same as us. You have the, the salads in the uh, summertime and the soups, etc. in the wintertime. Uh, and how important, though, is it to be prepared? You've got to prepare those meals, haven't you? Otherwise, you're just running out the door with two minutes to go and you find, oh, I don't have lunch, so now I don't have a choice but to get some hot chips somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So preparation's, preparation's the key. And I think it's important, too, like... If you diet, like, it's important to have a bit of a goal about why you're trying to eat healthier. Now, for some people, that might be to drop a couple of kilos, so there's different things you might put in place. But if you're just trying to generally eat as... What I try and do, eat as healthy as I can Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. And then if over the weekend, if we go out for dinner and I have a glass of red wine or I might have a, 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 a small dessert if it's a really good dessert, like, I'm happy to have one or two things of a weekend, knowing that come Monday I'm back in that pattern of eating healthy again i think you have to reward yourself a little bit don't you yeah definitely I think so definitely I just think that's... Not, as long as there's the reward is the in the minority it's not the other way around you know you're yeah. having the rewards five days a week i do know that when you were talking about preparing you know the importance of having those meals prepared i heard dana's name mentioned i didn't hear a lot of you preparing <laughs> no actually I'm, I'm not i'm not so adept in the preparing department but i'm very good at washing up and tidying up and putting things away. So that's my role. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Everyone's got to have their place mark, and yeah. I'm good in the washing I, up department. I think I'd take the washing up over the preparing food. <laughs> that's That would be my preference. I think you're on a winner there. <laughs> Just put your order in for the restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. But also, too, the other thing is most of us, when you think about food, because some people think, all right, I've got to eat healthy and then just get overwhelmed that they've got to change their whole diet. And this, this is really interesting, or I think anyway, most of us only have one to two breakfasts, three to four lunches, seven to ten main meals that we rotate. So I think sometimes, you're right. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to think, right, oh, what have I, I've got to come up with a brand new breakfast. Think about what you'd normally have and think how you'd get that to be as healthy as possible. Heading to the phone, and good afternoon, Lynn. You've got a question for Peter in and around diet today. Yes, I have. I, I tried... For about a month, the 16-hour non-eating and the 8-hour eating. Yes. And I found that I became mentally confused. I was doing all sorts of forgetting type things, which is okay. a bit unusual for me. Okay. And did I you... wondered if that was common and if I should continue or not. 
Um, look, I, I would suggest when when abouts in the day were you experiencing feeling that way? Um, probably later in the afternoon. Yeah, well, look, I su- su- suspect your blood sugar levels might be dropping a bit in the afternoon. Possibly. Um, did you try, were you trying to go low carbohydrate as well, or normal carbs for you? No, just just normal healthy eat, healthy type eating, the salads and meats and chicken and. I wasn't binging on any pies, cakes, or pastries. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, look, what what I do is, is if you felt like most people, if they're going to have trouble with this style of eating, it's usually in the mornings because they're pushing breakfast back. But if you find if you can t- if you if you're not waking up and you don't feel like your blood sugar's dropping in the morning, I would try maybe and look at seeing if you can increase a little bit of carbohydrate in your lunch. Yes. Like maybe have, if in your salad, maybe cook up some um, roast vegetables like pumpkin or sweet potato and carrot and mix a little bit of that in with your salad. Yes. And then make sure that you have a piece of fruit or maybe a piece of fruit and small handful of almonds maybe around the 3 or 4 o'clock mark as well and see if that helps with your mental clarity. But it sounds to me like your blood sugar is dropping a little bit there. Oh, uh, yes, that might be so, yes. So give that a go, Lynn. But thank you so much for your call. Thank you, Lynn. That's some good advice there. We'll come back and continue with the Peter Marlin Health and uh, Wellbeing. We'll find out what he's got on his dinner plate. That'll be interesting, Peter. We get some nice ideas for dinner, for tea tonight. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Peter Marlin, he's uh, back revitalised from holidays. But you look the same raggedy old self as when you left <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> Mark, it must just be the harsh studio lighting. I, I, I thought the I supermarket looked, lighting I thought help. I looked years younger. No, nah, and I'm wearing my glasses, so I can... Maybe that's what it... Hang on, I I'll take them off. I you've got the wrong glasses I'll take, them, I'll take them off. Oh, you look fabulous, Peter. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. That's what I prefer to hear. We can cut that out later. This is not going live, is it? So we're back this, this afternoon having a look at basically what a day in the life of our naturopath, Peter Mullen, looks like. We've trekked through your exercise regime, your breakfast... Your lunch, uh, you tried to garnish some sympathy earlier on about how tough your life is. Yeah, um, that didn't go down well, did After it? a month overseas. Yeah, um, two weeks. And, and, well, okay. And we've got your dinner coming up. So what, what does a typical dinner time look like? When do you have your dinner, mate? All right. So back to the time-restricted eating. So dinner, mm. or just before we go to, to that, I mentioned earlier on that with this concept of time-restricted eating or this 16-8 type plan, a good idea, the theory is that our digestive function supposedly is going to be at our best in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and that our digestive function may actually uh, mirror what the sun or be mirrored by the sun. So it's going to be lower in the morning. This is one of the re- principles behind this is that our digestive function is going to be lower in the morning, best around middle of the day and then lower again over night time. So, you know, having maybe more of your main meal in the middle of the day if you can and then just having something a little bit lighter for your evening meal. Um, so, or before we get to dinner, um, afternoon tea, I'll usually have a snack and I'll often have like a piece of fruit and maybe, um, 10 or 15 almonds. And something like that can be enough to get you through, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Particularly if you've got, if you've got a decent lunch under your belt as well, like that's going to carry you through. And then for dinner, my favourite dinner of a night time over winter, Dana makes up, Dana again, doing all the cooking, um, Dana makes up. Um, from the farmer's market. It's a big thing of mashed vegetables on the weekend or we, we cook it. Well, she cooks it and I do the dishes after. And um, we'll often have like um, mashed vegetables. We do it up like baby food. It's really nice and then we'll just have that with protein. Um, but in summer, we'll definitely be getting back into having more of the salads. Um, I quite like steamed vegetables. We'll often have steamed vegetables, broccoli, zucchini, carrot, 
um, etc. with um, a bit of olive oil and crushed fresh garlic. So I love the, the sound top. of that. Yeah, that looks yeah, good. Yeah, it's really nice. Just gives it a really nice um, dressing to the to your veggies. And my favourite protein is fish. Number one. Do you have a, a style of fish that you like? Do you have a favourite? Oh, uh, look, we'll often just do it um, pan fried with lemon mm. and a little bit of olive oil and then just fresh lemon. Um, if it's um, a piece of salmon or something like that, Dane will often do it in the oven, baked mm-hmm. in the oven, and that's really nice as well. But um, I really like fresh white fish. See, I, so I, I'm a bit of a fan of flathead, brim, okay. yes. snapper. More the salmon for myself. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, that's, okay. That's, but that's just me. But the rest of it looks pretty good. Well, definitely. And definitely for me, I find as I'm getting older, not that I'm that old, Mark, but um, I find digestion-wise of the night time, so the idea is to eat between 6 and 7, so we try and eat around 6.30. And um, I find if I have fish and vegetables, that sits much lighter on my gut or my digestion than, mm-hmm. say, if we'd had, you know, if I'd had two or three lamb chops and vegetables or small piece of steak. So we probably have... Um, red meat maybe once um, once a week. We'd have chicken maybe once or twice a week and we'd have fish um, two or three times a week. All kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? Uh, any other final thoughts, Peter, on uh, some of the things that you do during a day uh, from a naturopath point of view that might be uh, a couple, couple of healthy tips? Yeah, just, just some, um, you know, we always try and sit down and have dinner at night time at the table, obviously. Um, work stuff, we try and make sure that we've, we actually try and have a discussion about work before we eat, try and finish all the work-related stuff before we sit down and eat so that you're not, you know, if something stressful has been going on at work, we usually have a time limit. Okay, that's enough talk about work. Now let's talk about the kids, which, you know, can be another <laughs> just a cause of grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put one stress, put this stress to one side. Let's talk about the kids. Great. And then after, after dinner, sometimes um, I'll have a bit of work stuff that I still have to do. Um, emails, etc. But usually we try and, and I'll read for a while and usually head for bed about 9.30 to 10.30. And I guess finally bracket. maybe just putting, but learning to sort of switch off and have those breaks, Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's important to finish all your work conversations or all your stressful conversations, you know, by 7, 7.30 so that you can look at it. Probably after a full day working, it probably takes a good... Um, two hours to really unwind enough to get into good sleep patterns. Mm. So if you're talking about work and you're talking about what happened with this person and that person or talking about the kids and it's all stressful and then you, then you want to go to bed, then that you're not going to get into those sleep cycles as well. So winding down and then I usually do a, just a short meditation. I'll listen to something as I'm going to sleep as well. Peter Mullen, as always, a great program. Good to have you back from holidays. Thank you, Mark. Next Tuesday we'll be having a yarn about cholesterol. Yeah, it's a hot topic, has been for quite a while, but um, I thought we'd throw a bit of light on the, the what can be helpful. Alrighty, that's uh, next week on Health and Wellbeing with Peter Mullen. He'll be having a yarn about cholesterol. 2NURFM 103.7. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, wellbeing, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.